What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. And this is a special episode if you're watching this. And I mean, also if you're listening, but this is the last podcast I will ever do in this apartment. And for now, at least in LA. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Thank you so much to everyone who shared the podcast last week and who's been watching and listening. I've been brainstorming new ideas for the upcoming year and what I want to do with my podcast and how I want it to evolve and grow. And I just feel really excited. So thank you to all my OGs who have been here supporting, you know, over the past year and even since before that. It just really means a lot to me to have your support and I would not be inspired to continue doing this if you guys didn't, like weren't there. So thank you so much. Like anytime someone sends me a message with their thoughts on something I discussed or sends me a link to an article or a TikTok where you thought of me or thought about a topic or comments or post it on their story, tweets me a screenshot of you listening or watching. That just means the world to me. And I feel like because our community is on the smaller side, it's that much more meaningful because I feel like I know some of you, a lot of you just on such a more personal level and it's just so cool to see you know familiar faces and names in the comments and in my dms and stuff so just really wanted to take a moment to thank you guys sincerely this year and part of last year were the first years that my podcast was really consistent and i feel like this year especially where i just noticeably at least to myself notably should i say um made changes in my podcast and just improved it. So I'm hoping I can continue that same energy and expand that energy into 2023. Now that this is a New Year's episode, but I just really wanted to thank you guys. It's been a journey for sure, and I'm just excited to keep going. So this is my official announcement podcast. I am moving out of LA, y'all. And it's so weird because I keep expecting, we're just diving right in. I keep expecting to feel more nostalgic or even sad or just anything, and I just keep not feeling that. And I think that's just a a sign that I'm really ready to move on. I have a vlog coming up. I'm hoping, it's like a sponsored vlog. So I'm hoping they approve it soon because I kind of need it to be in order. But in that video, I also talk about moving and stuff. So some of these things might be similar. But something I did say in that video was, that I've been thinking about this for the past couple of years. When the pandemic first happened, you know, beginning of 2020, my lease that year was up in June. So June, 2020, I think I had to give like a 90 day notice. So three months in advance, I had to decide if I was leaving or not. And I was really considering leaving LA at that time just because everything was shut down. And I was like, bro, why would I continue to pay rent in a city where I can't really like take advantage of the benefits of living in a big city. But I just did not, like I talked with my parents, like we went over like me moving back home and stuff. And I just did not really feel ready to leave LA. It wasn't until the following summer when I went to New York that I was like, oh my God, yeah, like I need to get out of LA. It's so much more my lifestyle here. Then I went there right after I re-signed a lease because it was same, like it was in June and I literally left like a few days after I moved into this apartment, if you guys remember. So with my lease being up beginning of December, I was like, that is perfect. 
I can go back home for the holidays and for, you know, winter, then make my move to the East Coast after that. It just makes so much sense. It's just flowing. And I mean, who knows? Like, I doubt this will happen, but who knows? Like, I could change my mind, you know, whatever. Um, I doubt that's going to happen. But with this plan, I just have so much flexibility in what I can do. I can travel if I want. I will just have the freedom to do that. And I think just with the pandemic and everything, that just put such a stunt on, like, so many things that, that I could have been doing, that so many of us could have been doing, especially as far as traveling goes and whatnot. And I'm just so excited. My parents are getting a new puppy, like literally days before I get there. No, like a week, like a, around a week-ish before I get there. And I'm just so excited to be like in that grind mode, end of the year, beginning of the year inspiration, you know, the vibes. I'm so excited for the holidays. Just work, gym, be in nature, spend time with family, spend time with the new puppy. You know, my parents have a cat. Like, it's just going to be a very, like, I don't want to say, like, relaxing time. Not that it won't be relaxing, but such a good, like, just let me focus time, you know? And I just really feel over LA. And not like, oh my god, I hate LA, but just very much ready for a new chapter like i said i keep expecting to feel more nostalgic or even sad about leaving and i just don't the truth is most of my friends are on the east coast or in different cities around the world i don't really have that many friends left in la and i just feel like i've kind of gotten everything out of this experience that i could have so this past weekend i went to the beach i went to santa monica as like a little solo day i made a little real tiktok of it that might already be up, I don't know, but I did it just because that was an area I spent so much time in when I first was traveling down to LA a lot. And I think I stayed, I think it was like for a month, I stayed like a block away from the beach. If you guys remember those vlogs, so triggering, like literally. Um, but I just have so many of my first memories in LA there. And even like before that, like, bro, the first time I ever came to LA was like in sixth grade with my family and we stayed, then it was called the Hotel California, but it's right on, what is that? Ocean Boulevard. It's basically right in front of the beach. I remember watching, that was when like The Billionaire by Travi McCoy featuring Bruno Mars video first came out. My sister and I were watching it on the TV, on MTV. And I think Rec... Was it Wrecking Ball? Or I think Wrecking Ball was after that. Was it Can't Be Tamed? I feel like it was some Miley Cyrus video was also like, like came out at that time. It might've been Last Friday Night by Katy Perry. I don't know. But I just remember watching those, going to the American Girl place for the first time and just like loving it there so much. Like playing on the beach, my first time in California. That's just such a, such an iconic memory. So I just really wanted to go back there. Um, not that I haven't been back there since either of those times, but I just wanted like a last like solo beach day, not even a beach day. Like I was planning for it to be cold and like, like I, bitch, I bundled up. I brought a blanket. It was hot, which I mean, not that I'm complaining, but I was like, oh, I should have been more prepared for like a beach day. Like I didn't even bring like a swimsuit or anything. I expected to feel so much more nostalgic and I just didn't. Like as I was walking, I just was remembering like all the people I'd, you know, been in that area with throughout all the years. And not that it was like so overwhelmingly triggering, but it was just like, it was more so like, Ugh, and not 
like, oh. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, and again, not. It's not like I'm leaving LA because I just, oh my God, it's so it's such a horrible place. I have so many bad memories here, but it's just like, I need, it's kind of like that vibe of like, when I left my hometown, it's like, it wasn't like, oh my God, I hated my hometown, but it's like, you have to leave a place in order to appreciate it sometimes. So that's not to say I will never be in LA again. I will never live in LA again. Like who knows? But at this point, I just feel so ready for the change. Like it's really crazy i plan on doing a q a on my channel once i announce everything on there and like on ig and stuff um but just some quaint things i wanted to discuss pros and cons of living in la for me over the past six years um i would say pros the weather obviously if you are in the entertainment industry there's just so many people also doing that i've just kind of found so maybe that's a con for me i that's not really what I'm interested in. Like I had a moment, you know, when I first came to LA, I was like collaborating with so many people. And like even my first year fully living here, like 2017, I feel like I was around a lot more YouTubers. But as I kind of grew up, I don't want to be around people just because we do the same thing. I want to be around people that are like have the same values as me and that are just genuinely good people. And I just feel like because the entertainment industry is here and so many people want to do social media and all those things like a lot of them are annoying i'm sorry like <laughs> and there is that certain vibe and i'm sure it's not just in la i'm sure it's everywhere but it's i feel like it's definitely concentrated here just because the entertainment industry is here people will use you as a prop in their life whether that's oh a girl wants to be your friend just so she can have another pretty girl to go out with and like get in places um you know, someone wants you to be in their video, but they're not going to pay you but just because you look good. Um, and then just the whole vibe of like everything being based on that. So many girls on TikTok especially have come out with stories of, you know, clubs not letting them in, but letting their friends in. I mean, that bullshit happens in every major city, but shit like that. It's just like there is that very superficial vibe here. And so I don't know. I just... So I'm like already going into cons. I feel like it can be difficult to maintain solid relationships out here because of that. And then also just because everything is so far. And especially if you don't drive. Bro, even if you do drive, there's traffic. It's so hard to make plans with people because people's schedules are different. You live, you know, in areas. It's just so hard to like do anything. Yeah, a lot of people bullshit. I feel like that's just people in general though. <laughs> but I feel like the more... You guys know I've been like on this journey of, I don't know, healing. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I just feel like everyone says that, like it's so overused. But I have been on this journey of self-growth, discovery, healing. And I just feel like the stronger I am in myself and my own values and boundaries and what I like and don't like and what I will tolerate and what I will not and the types of people I like to be around and those that I don't, the more isolated I, feel. <laughs> I mean that's the case for like anywhere but i feel like just because so much of that growth has happened here it's like bro i need to get away from this place you know like i need a fresh chapter because i feel fresh in myself so i need my surroundings to reflect that i just remember having such a and i feel like i talked about this last year such uh like an excited passionate 
inspired feeling when I would be in LA or like I just remember always when I would fly like when I would go back home or go on a trip and fly back into LA and all the times I visited LA before moving here just feeling that way like flying over LA when we were about to land and just looking at the city and feeling so excited and for the past like over like for the past year and a half I just have not felt like that I felt like ew, like just exhausted by it over it like oh my god everything's so far like just the thought of it is exhausting like bro i don't even go that many places but like that's part of why you know i feel like this place could be such a better place to live like people could have such a higher quality of life like everyday people normal people but because i guess like the metro the railway system they are expanding it but it's just like yeah, public transportation really isn't, like, amazing. It's such a car-centric place. There's so much traffic. And instead of, like, you know, building more railways, they're just building more freeways and more lanes. So the air quality is shit. The roads are not maintained. Everywhere is just so far and spread out. Parks are not maintained. Like, there is such a horrible homeless crisis here. How do y'all feel about... um? using the word homeless versus unhoused because I saw this podcast podcast clip on it where this girl was like, bro, when I was homeless, I did not care if people called me homeless versus unhoused. And she was talking about how it was like basically the same word. Like you're just like rephrasing it. So how do y'all feel about it? But yeah, it's such a crisis. And like, it's really horrible because it just shows like how unsupported you know mental health is and bro it's just such an in-your-face reminder of like how shitty this society is and like how the government is and like it's just horrible and there's just so many public spaces that really can't be used i feel like that's a problem in the united states just in general you know um but it just sucks here i just feel like there could be so many better public spaces and parks and like like bro we have the weather for it you know but instead like everywhere's just kind of gross and i'm not saying that and like oh my god like the unhoused people are ruining everything it's like no the government is not like taking care of people so therefore these people can't use this because these people have nowhere else to go and so like nobody wins i just feel like my quality of life is not really that good here and I mean, maybe it is because I don't drive, so I just don't go to places that easily. But it's like, bro, even for people who do drive, you have to fucking sit in traffic. You have to drive mad far. Gas is crazy here. So it's kind of like you don't really win either way. Um, honestly, shout out to me for getting through six, almost seven years without a car. Because, <laughs> I mean, like we're going to have to face our fear one day, but <laughs> I just feel like it reflects like so much of our culture. People just trying to maintain a certain image. And again, this is not an LA specific thing. I feel like a lot of it can be concentrated here because of the entertainment industry, but it's like, it's everywhere, especially with social media. But people just like lying. Like people will go to the club with like <laughs> the nicest shit, have nice ass jewelry, maybe even have a nice ass car. But then like, it's like all a lie. <laughs> like they, they have no home. They are like the worst person ever. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's like, so that's also like disappointing. It just shows like the values in our society, you know? All the major lessons I've learned in life have happened here. So it's kind of interesting. I just am really curious to see how I will feel about this or if I will feel nostalgic later. I'm sure I will, bro. 
And my mom always talks about like, oh, like, like if I'm ever complaining, she's like, bro, like you're going to look back at this time. Like, oh my God, like I had, you know, I was like living by myself. I had my own space. I didn't have any kids. You don't even have any pets to worry about. Like enjoy this piece. I feel very excited. Like it's just the first time in so long I felt so ready and so sure. Like, I was looking back at some of my old vlogs just for, just again, to see, well, first I was looking to see if there were any old pictures of me on the beach and I just couldn't find anything because I feel like I deleted a lot of pictures in 2016 because that was before you could archive. So it's like, if you wanted to get rid of your pics, you had to delete them, so SMH. Um, and then at that time too, I was uploading, all, backing up all my photos onto Shoebox and then my account got deleted. Or no, all my pictures got deleted on iPhoto or something. It used to be iPhoto back then, I think. So that's then when I started uploading all my pictures onto Shoebox. Anyway, there's just not that many old pics. So then I started looking at vlogs and I just like 2016 vlogs. And then I just started remembering like, this is why my vlogs were so popping at that time because it was like, I mean, for a lot of reasons, but <laughs> one of the reasons was it was like exciting to watch. And you know, earlier when I was talking about that feeling of excitement and inspiration I would get flying over LA and how that kind of left. I now feel that way about New York and just about the East Coast and just like traveling in general. So I'm just really hoping that like, I'll feel that same inspiration and like excitement. Cause I just feel like that's really not, I just haven't really felt inspired over the past few years. And it's like, bro, then what am I doing here? You know? So yeah, that's my announcement y'all. Let me know what you think. Um, I'm gonna do a Q and A and again, like probably post a main channel video explaining and moving vlogs. We're gonna road trip back. So that's gonna be super fun and just like good content and good bonding time. <laughs> bonding time first, okay, but then content. <laughs> also something I was thinking about is like, like I was li literally that thought process. Like I was like, oh, like I don't know if I'll vlog it so I, like just so I can spend time with my dad. But then I was like, bro, like part of what's so cool about all the times I vlogged or like, even if I didn't vlog it, like, hi guys, but I just like montaged it. It's like, we have that to look back on. So it's kind of like, that doesn't mean I'm gonna film every moment ever, but like for monumental events like this, like bitch, yes, I'm gonna film that, like what? And yeah, thank you to all of you who have just been so supportive. I feel like a lot of you saw this coming and I chat with some of you all in my DMs and like I've gotten advice on finding an apartment and like all this shit. So thank you guys so much. Like it just feels so good to have that community, you know, of support and literal like helpful info. And then also just in vibes, you know, that like, that mutual excitement and I just feel like some of you have been on like watching me y'all have been with me for so long you've seen me through so many different phases and it's just so cool like again like love our community oh also join the discord if you haven't but we'd be chatting on there so it's actually about to be Sagittarius season on Tuesday so this weekend is the last weekend of Scorpio season. The shift from Scorpio season and its supremacy to Sagittarius's means a new dynamic shift in energy. As we emerge from the depths Scorpio has put us in and reheat under Sagittarius's warm and courageous influence. Under the new dynamic, the pace of life is changing and, as he, and any hesitation or distraction of the past is lifted. All systems are tuned forward. Living under the influence of Sagittarius for a month, 
we will all desire to be much freer and step out of our comfort zones because we instinctively realize that life means so much more than what it is now. Sagittarius season will support us to be brighter, more optimistic, and relaxed in our approach to the future and to get rid of everything that is holding us back. This is beneficial end of year energy as everyone automatically thinks about what the new year will bring, how it will end, and what plans to make. What have I been saying about this time of year? I love this time of year. It is a time of optimism. Um, you know, it's a fire sign, so we're, we're gonna have fun, bitch. We're gonna have, you know, just a fresh perspective. It's gonna definitely feel a lot lighter than Scorpio season. And yeah, just that new, fresh energy, that new inspiration for the new year. Starting to feel that. And yeah, just like enjoying the holidays, I feel. Let me know if you're a Sag. How does it feel to be a Sag? If you know any Sages, if you've ever dated a Sag, what has your experience been? Water signs are like my main thing. And it's so funny because all my best friends right now, all my closest relationships are, besides my parents, are water signs. Something so interesting is like, because I never am romantically interested in fire signs. And it's not like, it's like, oh, you tell me your sign and you say you're a fire sign. And I'm like, oh, I'm not interested. Like, it's just like, I find, like, I'm interested in someone and I find out. And then they're like a water sign <laughs> or an earth sign. Um, but of the fire signs, I have, like, I wouldn't even say dated, but maybe, like, entertained or talked to. They've all been Leos. I had a crush on a guy and he was a Leo. And he had a crush on me, too. So it was just so fun because we would just, like, compliment each other. <laughs> um. So what I was going to say is, like, I always thought... A Sag would be my favorite fire sign, but I, I think it's Leo and not like because I'm a Leo and I'm like, oh, Leos are the best, like whatever. But I just feel like Leos are so easy, bro. Like you just compliment them and like, that's it. Like, <laughs> and Leos are just really fun. Like, I feel like, I feel like Leos and, okay, this literally is supposed to be about Sag, but let me just say this. Like, I feel like Leos, like in my experience with other Leos, like they're almost like, cancers in the sense that i feel like they have that almost like i don't know if it's quite nurturing but it's like they're very good hosts and i would like to think of myself as a good host i mean i do have a lot of cancer in my chart as well i feel like leo men like they're very like fun and like generous and they do have that very like giving like vibe um so with that being said so like i love a leo i would date a leo like i would i just feel like it would be like so easy. <laughs> with that being said, I feel like a Sagittarius. I also really fuck with, um, never romantically, I've never dated a Sag, but I have had friends who are Sages, both girls and guys. And again, they're just always very fun, easy to get along with, at least in my experience. Um, and I think I used to say they just have this down ass bitch energy. Yeah, it's like that optimism and just good vibes. It's just, it's easy. Aries as a fire sign, I just, I don't know. I feel like they're a little too much for me. And I feel like a lot of Aries can low-key be, I mean, I some obviously can be immature. I mean, you could say that about anybody, but I feel like with Aries, like they're very like, a lot of them anyway are very like short-tempered. I honestly think, because I'm still watching The Sopranos, y'all, <laughs> I'm on like the second to last season. I feel like Christopher is an Aries. People say Tony's an Aries. I do not see Tony as an Aries at all. Um, James Gandolfini is a Virgo and I could see Tony as like a Leo Virgo. Like 
I don't know. Like, he just seems a little more grounded than an Aries. Like, Christopher, to me, is, like, the ultimate Aries. Like, I feel like he's an Aries with, like, a lot of, like, Pisces or 12th house, like, I don't know, influence. Because he just has that really, like, he has that almost, like, like, childlike or, like, immature vibe. And he just will act, like, so, like, suddenly and, like, not make rational decisions. And I mean, I guess you could say that about Tony, but I just feel like Tony's more like thoughtful in what he does. Like it's more like thought out, whereas Christopher will just like do something because he like he's mad and he just does it. And that to me is a lot more like Aries. But then he's like, oh my god, I just something. I just want to write my play and like be creative and like do drugs. So it's kind of also giving me Pisces, but it's like maybe he would be like a Pisces. I don't know. He'd have some kind of Pisces in his chart in his big three. <laughs> And I feel like Adriana is like a Leo or a Sag, honestly. Anyway, so that's like an Aries example to me. But yeah, I've never really been like, I've never been close friends with an Aries. I mean, I've like had friends that are Aries, but I've never had like a close, close friend that's an Aries and I've never dated an Aries. I mean, I'm sure I've, I think I've gone on a date with one, but it like didn't go anywhere. So like, it's just not really my vibe. Like I want like, if I'm gonna, if it's gonna be a, a fire sign, it has to be a Leo. But like, I want it to be like a water sign or like an earth sign. Air sign, it's just like, it's too unrelatable, like, sorry. So let me know your experience with the Sag down below and what's your favorite fire sign? If you don't say Leo, I'm not gonna be offended. I really don't care. I just wanted to say, so disappointed in Drake for his dragging of the innocent. Bro, this is the thing. Like, I really was like, that pissed me off. Bro, he dragged Ice Spice, the Meg the Stallion thing. And I know, it, you know, it's kind of old news at this point, but bro and then serena williams husband it's just really like it's not even like oh my god how could you do that but it's just really disappointing in this you know political climate especially where there's just such a i feel like an a rise in misogyny you know you have all these male podcasters who just hate women our rights are being taken away i mean he did make a uh verse about that but it's like babe it doesn't really make up for it also you never even posted anything about this so like i don't care what you have to say at this point it's like at least he said that but like so to just like to add on to that bro when there's so many of his peers that are have literally done bad things that like have done sa that have done things with underage girls i'm just always like how do people forget that about kodak black like and i just feel like these guys like don't ever want to speak up because they're scared something will come out about them so it's just easier to you know not say anything and it's just really disappointing you know from bro i just used to be such like a drake stan like in 2015 and like i'm not saying oh i don't listen to his music anymore but i like in 2015 i literally okay like i posted a lot of weird things on my feedback then like that was just a more like free for all time but like i posted a main in-feed photo of drake on his birthday and i said happy birthday drake <laughs> like yes it did match my feed and my aesthetic it wasn't like random but still <laughs> i would not i would not do that now um and i feel like also just as i have learned more about i don't know people's issues and like psychology and gender roles and patriarchy and like why people act the way that they act it's kind of like 
okay, Drake, like, you need to grow up. Like, there was some kind of tweet about, like, oh, Drake only sings about girls he wants, like, that he's pursuing or that have left him. So what does that say? And you're attacking a man who's married, like, happily married, and they have a child, and he's, like, supporting his wife. And that's the person you choose to, like, drag and call a groupie when you're the fucking groupie? And when you used to be at her shows until she stopped inviting... Or her shows. Her matches. Her shows. Her matches until she stopped inviting you. It's just like... Ew. And it just, it just goes to show, bro. Like, you can be rich. You can, like, have the most clout in the world and have everyone wanting to eat your fucking ass. Like, literally. <laughs> and still be an unhealed person and that's just like what i see and i feel like bro i mean so much so much of it is normalized especially in music and stuff like there's so much like misogyny it's like a joke at this point like it's like lol when you go to listen to it and you just have to ignore the misogyny parts but it's like i don't know something about that just i was i felt like deeply disappointed in like a personal way <laughs> like like i does he have a P.O. box? Can I send him the will to change by bell hooks? You know, it's like, bro, like you could just be making such a positive influence. And that's not to say you have to like start a feminism podcast, but like you could be using your medium to like inspire other men and especially all the young men that are listening to you to you know, make the right decision. You're literally gonna be like 50 and like not married. And bro, the thing is with guys like that, it's not like they wouldn't get married because they're like trying to make a statement against like, oh, the nuclear family and like expectations and gender roles. And like, like they're not getting married because they like, no one could like stand to be in a relationship with them and they have like deep commitment issues. Drake looking at you. And it's like, yeah, okay. I don't know him personally. I don't know his life, but it's like, when your lyrics are reflecting those kind of values of like, or lack of value, should we say, you could just could be doing so much more. So many people are so disappointing. I was literally thinking about this, like I've been thinking about this, probably talked about it before, but it just seems like so many things are <laughs> a scam, bro. Like it's just so rare to, Think of someone, like nothing, nothing's real. Like everyone who is successful, they got to that point. Most people, because they like lied, scammed, cheated, like that's like what works, you know? Like you have to do that. It's like, ew. like nothing's like my goals. Like everything's like so fake. Or like people that are successful, quote unquote, are so like, yeah, upholding these like patriarchal, like, this like hate of women so i guess like what i have to take away from that for myself is like okay like if that's what i want is to see more people like i don't know being and i mean i'm not even specifically talking about drake in this instance but if what i want is to be inspired by people who are ethical and who have strong values and who do the right thing and i don't know who are good examples of like self healing and love and self-knowledge then i need to practice what i preach and i need to be the person that i wish i had you know so that's what inspires me to keep going is to not be a um piece of shit you think someone is so cool and then it's like you find out something about them and it's like oh they're actually not that at all
Our society is built on scams. Have you heard of Christopher Columbus? Like, I'm just saying. So be the change you want to see, bitch. Like, and it's hard because so many times, in so many instances, that's not supported. But you just, like, what helps me is just being like, okay, I want to be a role model for myself, you know? Like, for my past self, for my future self, bitch. I want to make myself proud. So it's like, just do the right thing. Like, fuck. So practice being honest today. If someone asks you to hang out and you don't want to hang out, you don't have to make up an elaborate excuse. You can just say, sorry, I can't. <laughs> anyway, that's all I'm going to talk about today. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this tea of an announcement. <laughs> Let me know if you wanted a Q&A video and definitely look out on my main channel for vlogs of the moving process and TikTok and IG for reels, TikToks, short videos short contents um and yeah let me know what you want me to talk about next week love you guys so much and i will talk to you then bye everyone